A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking One sentence summary. A Brief History of Time is Stephen Hawking's way of explaining the most complex concepts and ideas of physics, such as space, time, black holes, planets, stars, and gravity, to the average show so that even you and I can better understand how our planet was created, where it came from, and where it's going. My favorite quote from the author is, Intelligence is the ability to adapt to change. Stephen Hawking I've only heard some of the ideas from the book quoted by Ty Lopez so far, and haven't seen the new movie either. The Blinks have been sitting in my library for a while, so it was about time to let one of the most brilliant minds in the history of the world, Mr. Hawking, speak. First published in 1988, this book resembles Stephen Hawking's wish to make the most important theories, discoveries, and phenomena from the world of physics accessible to everyone with a basic 8th grade knowledge of math and physics. Here are three things I'm personally taking away from it. 1. Theories can never be proven. 2. Time is not fixed due to the speed of light. 3. There are three reasons why time can likely only move forward. Ready for some physics? Let's do it. A Brief History of Time, Lesson 1. Theories can never be fully proven. This answers the question, how can we define a scientific theory? As children, we're all scientists. We constantly come up with theories and then test them. For example, as a toddler, you might have had the theory that a glass will easily survive its fall from the kitchen table. A theory which you probably quickly went on to disprove, much to the frustration of your mom and dad. Nowadays, since we're grown up, we don't see theories as what they are anymore. Educated guesses. If you come up with a theory that your software startup needs 1000 clients to thrive and start turning a profit, you almost instantly accept it as true, which leads to lots of disappointment should you fail in spite of reaching that goal. Hawking says a theory is nothing more than a model which correctly explains a big number of observations. This has two great benefits. 1. You can make definite predictions about the future. 2. The theory can always be disproven if evidence against it comes up. For example, a commonly accepted theory until 1903 was that nothing heavier than air could fly. That's what kept 99% of people from driving their carriages over cliffs and jumping out of windows with wings attached to their back. According to the theory, they wouldn't be able to fly, and some of the people who tried added credibility to their theory. However, on December 17th that year, Orwell Wright stayed in the air for 12 seconds in the gasoline aircraft he and his brother had built. When he half-crash-landed after 120 feet in the air, the theory was disproven. Hawking loves the fact that theories can always be proven wrong in the future, and so should you. Stop assuming so much and start finding evidence. A Brief History of Time, Lesson 2 Due to the constant speed of light, time is not fixed. This answers the question, how can we understand the speed of light? If you've ever wondered what Einstein's theory of relativity was all about, you've come to the right place. The general statement of this theory is that the laws of physics are the same for all freely moving observers and objects. Because the speed of light constantly being 186,000 miles per second is one of these laws, it means that no matter where you are or where you're going, the speed with which the light reaches you is the same. However, time is always determined by dividing the distance something has traveled by its speed, right? 
For example, if you take your car and drive for 100 miles at 100 miles per hour, it will take you exactly an hour to get to your destination. But if one person travels 186,000 miles towards a ray of light and another travels 186,000 miles away from it, but the speed of light itself is constant, the light would reach the first person two seconds faster, that is, at a different point in time. That's the reason why time is relative, and also why Mr. Einstein has become so famous. A brief history of time, lesson 3. Time can most likely only move forward for three reasons. This explains the question, how can we understand time? Different times for different people is one thing, but how about time travel? Can time move backwards? Hawking says it's not impossible, but unlikely, for three reasons. 1. Time only moves forward thermodynamically. Entropy is the tendency to increase disorder wherever possible. For example, your coffee mug only stays in mug form because force is holding it together. As soon as you drop it, it'll be happy to increase its entropy in the form of a whole bunch of shards. However, it would never spontaneously reassemble itself on its own and thus decrease entropy. So thermodynamically, time only moves forward. 2. Time only moves forward psychologically. You can never remember the future. For example, after your mug breaks, you can remember what it looked like before. But you can never know the exact position of the shards on the floor before you break it. 3. Time only moves forward cosmologically. As the universe expands, its entropy increases. Since entropy constantly increasing also means that time moves forward, because of reason number 1, this adds to the point. However, the universe could start contracting again after reaching its maximum extension, thus reversing entropy and also time. But Hawking says that we wouldn't know. Our bodies rely on entropy to break the food we eat down into its particles, which gives us energy. So if time were to ever start reversing, we'd have to die first. But then again, who knows if that'll ever happen, right? After all, it's just a theory. My personal takeaways from A Brief History of Time for 2017. Okay, I know this summary is going to be heavy if you haven't heard any of these things before. Even if you have, it's probably heavy. <clears throat> it, it's even hard to distill the book, to understand the book in blink form. So what I recommend you can try to do is play back this summary at half speed. That's something you could try for slower uh, digestion. Or you can just listen to it again. Uh, one thing I would like to add upon is the very first point Hawking made that theories can never be proven. That was really surprising to me to have one of the greatest scientists in the history of the world acknowledge the limitations of science itself. So my personal experience, I've spent a lot of time at universities. I've gone to various ones in Germany, in the US, and I've always gotten the same feeling that professors are usually... I don't want to say full of themselves, but they're very proud of the work they do, and they should be. That's all That's all good. But sometimes it feels like they're a little too removed from the real world. And that's sometimes because they live all inside these theories and trying to get to the next point of the theory and prove the next thing and build upon a hypothesis and do another study and so on and so on. But remembering that these theories can actually 
never 100% be validated and, and proven as definitely true because we can always technically stumble into contrary evidence. <clears throat> I think that really grounds scientists. I've met a few who who were very humble in that regard, and I'm super happy that someone like Stephen Hawking uh, shares and also uh, promotes this this sort of idea, because what it allows you to understand whether you have an academic background or not is that for everything you do in life you can view it as an experiment that adds to your theory of life. So you have your own little theory of life, what it looks like for you, and some days you will find confirming evidence and your theory holds and stands the test of time for another day. And some days you will find contradicting evidence. For example, you might have the idea, girl, no, girl X likes me, and then the next day she tells you to sort of know when you ask her to go on a date, and then you might say, hmm, Maybe she doesn't like me and you have to adjust your theory. So I think keeping this scientist humble theory approach that theories are fragile and can break at any minute uh, for your life is something really helpful and uh, it allows you to keep perspective in your daily life.